0: Hi everyone, welcome to the Superhuman Switch, a mind body business empowering podcast for high achievers guaranteed to switch your superhuman levels on. I'm your host, Saf. Today I'm joined with Zena Dana. Zena, she is the founder and the driving force behind Z7 Communications, one of the top luxury PR agencies in the Middle East representing big names in fashion, lifestyle, and art. We are going to dive into her passions in life, her inspiring journey for self-discovery, and the how she navigates and balances everything while basically the ups and downs of life. So Zana, it's great to have you here.
1: Hey Saf, thank you for how having you? me. Great.
0: Amazing. So, uh, PR luxury. But first, I'm interested to know about DJ. <laughs> I saw a nice set and I was like... You are really skillful in that. <laughs> so let's start with this one. And of course, we can dive into other topics.
1: Sure. So this is one of uh, the new gifts, uh, one of the gifts I've had through COVID. Um, I've always had passion for music. Okay. And I've always been fascinated, like, how do they do this? How do they create magic? So if I go to a party and the music is amazing, nothing else mattered. Okay. Um, and then I said, okay, how do they do it? And I was curious. And I, I have a very curious uh, mindset. So... I started learning during COVID, as we all had time to do things, new things in our lives. True. Um, started hosting parties in my house while things were still kind of not so easy, you know, not not so much we could do during the, you know, the times we had to be confined and all of that. Mm-hmm. And I started practicing, because once you start doing, uh, learning how to DJ, you have to practice, you have to get everything. You have to have your set, you have to have, so I had a full setup at home. Ready to do any party, <laughs> party anytime. Nice. <laughs> so started practicing, and I discovered that I really enjoyed it. And um, yeah, I play mostly private. I've played a couple of times um, at the arts club the, at Vega, which was quite a huge experience for me, like to have such a sound system, okay. to have such a lighting system and to, to be playing behind the decks was really cool. I felt that helped me, push me more to be more confident. And I've always, um, and I love like discovering new music. So yeah, it's been a beautiful journey since then. And um, I'll see where that takes me.
0: That's interesting. Uh, I love music and I don't have a specific genre that I follow and uh, for example now I'm looking to the 60s 70s kind of like soul music and uh, I always considered like not being a DJ but getting a set just to experience this and I would say it's imposter syndrome because when I see people jump into it like out of fun they enjoy it more and naturally since I love music do you recommend to give it a shot absolutely I really? mean it's
1: fun I still do it for fun it's a hobby so mm. no pressure but when you're performing in in a setting that's not so private. You mm. feel like okay, it pushes me to to train more, to practice, to ask questions. I've I've had few DJs who've helped me on my journey. Okay. And um, so first I had to learn the basics, and then I have to learn okay, what kind of style I wanna DJ. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know what music I like. I'm into organic house, deep house. um Recently I'm more and more into tech house and minimal tech, which is really cool. I like to explore that, but. For technical um, know-how, I needed like the advice of different DJ friends and who really helped me on that. Let's then go. I found my own way of doing it. So definitely, absolutely, if you like it, go for it.
0: Do you have a DJ name or not yet?
1: Um, I'm going with my family name, which is Eldana. Mm. So I I've tried, I looked for so many different names, but then you have to find a name that's really relevant to you exactly. and represents you. And um, So I decided on Eldana.
0: Love it. Okay, uh, I'll seek your support in this one. Yes. Yeah. Do some recording, share it with us because, again, I'm, uh, I am <laughs> clear out. Going back to the luxury, I'm really interested to, to explore this space because I spent some time in the corporate world managing some luxury brands. Uh, but I would love to hear your, basically, your aspiration in that field and why you picked the luxury and the PR in a more specific way.
1: Right. So, so I've been in Dubai for 20 years. And before coming to Dubai, I was in a completely different industry. I was in hospitality. Mm-hmm. So I came to Dubai with the idea of let's try something new, shifting to a new industry after having six years of experience in hospitality. Okay. So PR was not my main uh, focus. But when I came to Dubai, I had an opportunity to work in an amazing PR agency. And I was like, wow, this is really nice. I enjoy the fact that. You work on strategies to help brands, help people really kind of uh, be their best. So we're Mm -hmm. always in the background, putting people in the front. And that's something hospitality also teaches you a lot. Mm -hmm. So it kind of fit into that uh, experience of mine. And that's how my journey started, really kind of an opportunity that came to me in Dubai. Um, After four years of that, I did feel I needed a break Uh, for personal reasons. I took a break and I left my job not knowing what I'm going to do. Mm -hmm. So, and I've been, I was at that time, um, you know, you've made your connections, people know how your quality of work and all of that. So I was approached by an amazing, um, an amazing brand, which uh, more of an art fair, which is what's called today Dubai Art Fair. So Mm -hmm. that was my first client. And I got the opportunity to start my career, uh, to start my own company with them being first clients. And that was an incredible opportunity. And that's how I decided to start my own agency. Interesting. Yeah. So why luxury is we're in Dubai, and Dubai is a hub for luxury. And at that time, we're talking about 2007, Dubai is, was booming. True. Every brand, every luxury brand wanted to be here. They were opening new malls. Um, there was so much attention. There was no agency really focusing on luxury. Mm-hmm. And I feel... Quite connected to that world in a very humble way, to very curious about history, the craftsmanship, the know-how, the experience, Um, and I felt there was a need for an agency to really focus on that. So um, that's how I started really focusing on luxury, art, design, lifestyle, and the company grew from, from that moment
0: that's that's really interesting space and um, as i told you like i was experiencing it from i wouldn't say now involved but uh, from a distance because it's for some people it doesn't basically match with their personality and some people they love it and again as you mentioned in dubai is, is really amazing place where you can experience both kind of like cool lifestyle and at the same time like a luxury lifestyle mm. uh how do you see the space is it like Sustaining again, of course, we we love the fact that Dubai is the the hub of such a space, such industry. But where do you see it in the in the short and long term?
1: Well, I've seen it. I've seen the market mature a lot. So brands, when they started coming to this part of the world, they didn't know really the market because mm. it's, a, it's a completely different culture. So now you see a huge evolution. So most of the big brands they have their own offices. Uh, they are very much on top of their strategy. They know the market very well. They've already created that connection with the customer here and created experiences to be relevant to the customer. And they know the importance of the clients and the customers in this part Mm -hmm. of the world. If they don't buy here, they're buying everywhere. But Dubai itself and UAE has become a magnet for everyone wanting to travel, shopping, spas, hotels, everything, right? So the way I've seen the market is it's maturing. So big luxury brands are all here. And now it's allowing more and more upcoming brands to be present here, which also are offering a different kind of experience. And they're all like, there's a cool brand, upcoming brands. So people also welcome them and are very curious about discovering new brands, which I think is great. So um, I think, yeah, we're in a great place for luxury. We'll continue to be amazing (laughs) and keeps growing and never stops.
0: Yeah, absolutely, it'll never stop. Uh, For Zena, when you started this company and now you have a team, uh, how are you taking care of yourself actually now with the keep the this kind of a business dynamic, which is progressing and a lot of demand physically and mentally, I assume. So how are you taking care of yourself?
1: Sure. Well, it's a question I'm always asked by my friends who are also entrepreneurs, who have started a new company or even in the similar industry that started a few years ago. So I've been in this for almost 16 years. Mm-hmm. Right. So and I explain to them, you know, the first, I don't know, let's say seven, eight years, Really, my life is my business. So okay. working super, super hard, not really having so much time for myself, not so much time for balancing my life, um, traveling a lot, working a lot, managing teams, like being literally in every single email. I used to have, I don't know, receive 600 to 800 emails per wow. day. Um, and of course, as you grow, you, you your journey as an entrepreneur grows. Um, and I'm very... Um, very lucky, I would say, um, and grateful to have had amazing people join me to help me on this journey. Mm-hmm. At the beginning, it was very difficult because, okay, you open a new company, not many people know you. Why do I want to join you? Who do you have? Which clients you have? So to gather that team and to, to start growing was quite a challenge. That yeah. was probably the biggest challenge any entrepreneur has because you're starting new and people don't have the stress that you. where are you going, your vision. Exactly. And once... You know, people started seeing that, you know, we're there, we have an amazing client roster, we have a great reputation. That became easier, but still till today, you know, getting the right people, the right team, the right talent on board is our utmost priority and our biggest challenge.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, I, I, I totally feel you, especially that moving from my background, from the corporate board to the startup board, it's, it's really challenging to start at the beginning, especially that if I can totally see your journey how the confusion at the beginning a word start which is the priority and once things pick up we think that it's gonna be easier (laughs) but i assume it's not
1: no it doesn't (laughs) and then you have to also learn eventually to trust the process in the business too Mm. because we learn to work on ourselves in life and trust the process in one way but in business too uh, the biggest moment for me was when i was able to Separate myself and my identity from my business. Because at the beginning, for many years, these were together. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: By being together means anything that happens in your work affects you. Like, let's say, I don't know, um, someone leaves the company or a client leaves. Or it becomes like as if it's your life that's being left or someone left you personally. But it's it's not, you know? Mm -hmm. So... Having that journey of understanding that my business and myself are two different entities, that was the moment of the beginning of freedom for me. And that's where I really saw my business flying. My business growing even more and flourishing and blossoming and attracting more amazing people. Um, that took a lot of work because we think life sometimes, if we have this business for us. Okay, this is our pillar. Mm-hmm. That's not enough. So for me okay. to realize that, to understand that, was part of my personal journey because that helped a lot. And I saw how things evolve with the business because, you know, at the end of the day, it's your business. So what's happening in you as a person is also reflected in what's happening with your
0: business and I, the
1: people you attract.
0: I, I love it. Uh, and um, how did you realize this? Because I'm. I know that sometimes we fall into the trap that we are attached to the idea and attached to everything and we... Involve everyone around us about it. But what is the switch that triggered the fact that, okay, I need to separate Zena, the identity of Zena, with the identity of work? Because I love this because sometimes we lose the track on this.
1: Yeah. I, I think I reached a stage where I got tired. And I felt there was a big load on my shoulders, especially that I'm alone. I'm the only owner of the business. I didn't have a partner to talk to, discuss things and... So it was a huge responsibility on my shoulder. Um, And at some point I felt like, oof, that's a little bit tiring. I'd I'd like to find a way to balance it out. That's where at the same time I was having more curiosity about understanding who I am. Mm -hmm. And that's how it started. So when I started focusing on me, who I am as a person, what happened in my past, how did that impact me, how did that impact my relationships, um, and kind of do that work on the internal side, that's when it naturally happened without me deciding I need to do that. It just happened. Mm-hmm. That's where with few years' work, I realized that I can separate the two and I needed to separate the two because I also deserve as a Zena, to to exist the way I want to exist. So that was a beautiful journey for me with all its ups and downs and how difficult it is. To see the truth to see the reality of who you are and naturally this evolved into understanding and making that kind of beautiful balance between the two who is Zena? who is Zena? um one thing is like um i've always been true to who i am mm-hmm. so i've always my who i am was there uh, you are who you are when you were born right and then life happens and things happen And then we forget who we are because we are impacted by so many things around us. And then I think with the work I've done, personally on my inner journey, it helped me reconnect with the Zena that was born a while back. So who I am, I am um, someone looking forward to always finding a beautiful balance in life. I'm very curious. I like to discover new things. And that curiosity, I think a couple of months ago, someone asked me, what are you most grateful for? And each person was saying something, I'm grateful for my children, I'm grateful for my business. And I come to say, I'm grateful for my curiosity. And they look at me, it's like, wow, we haven't heard that (laughs) before.
0: That's true.
1: Um, And I said, because of my curiosity, it helped me embark on so many different experiences, whether Mm -hmm. it's a DJ or pursuing my education at Harvard. Um, or starting, um, I don't know, a new series of uh, dinners at home for networking during COVID and called Table Rouge, mm-hmm. or so many things that I've learned, even my journey, my spiritual journey, my inner journey, that was all curiosity. Love it. So, with that, curiosity takes you a long way. So, I'm curious. Um, I'm very caring. I love, when I love people, I really love them and I give them my all. Um, at the same time, I would like say maybe, um, a mix of an introvert and extrovert, mm-hmm. even though I'm in PR, it's great, but, yeah, I, but I also I feel like I need <laughs> this my This is a follow-up me. question. <laughs> yeah. where's, the, where's the introvert here? So I also need my me time. I need my walks. I need nature. So I like to have that also well-balanced. Mm. Um, yeah, I can go on and on, but you'll discover me. I, I think, I think
0: you, <laughs> you, you, you draw an amazing picture about who you are and, um, I'm really interested to dive into how your journey in self-discovery, because I, I, I strongly believe that it's an ongoing journey. No one can, oh, okay, I found it. Mm. It's really helpful to see how this basically as an outcome, what are the things that you define as your values, and this will help you out in defining your purpose in life, which is an ongoing journey. I cannot just give it in one label, but people will become ease. Yesterday, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine and most of us, we are confused because we don't have a purpose in life. And I think it's a common question. Uh, what's the high tips to help others how to start with this journey? Because I think you are already past long distance. And I assume that you have a lot of tips that you can help us with.
1: I mean, just talking about the purpose point, And it's something that I've been also seeking and searching and looking for and... I'm not there yet, but mm-hmm. I don't know how much this purpose really word, how much pressure it puts on us as well. Because mm. you, I know you love Eckhart Tolle and he always say the purpose, what purpose? Purpose is to be in the now, right? True. So this whole pressure on us, like what, who we are, what do we want to do, where we want to go. I, be, I believe everything comes to us at the right time. We can't just fast forward something to reach somewhere. So this is one thing, is to believe that everything happens at the right time when you're fully ready for it. That relaxes me a lot because instead of me doing like, hey, what I can do and constantly chasing a thrill or an excitement or this or an idea, I let it flow and see what comes my way. I know it's not easy though. For, yeah. for the high achievers. Y- you either. you didn't make it
0: simple, but you <laughs> they gave it a, a healthy perspective. Yeah. How to look into things. Don't rush it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Some other tips. I would say. Um, I would say um, what brought me to start my journey. Maybe that ha- maybe that can answer a few would things as well. So. We all come to this world, right? And we are born, and we have our childhood that has a huge impact on us. But when we're children, we we see things as children. Doesn't mean that it's the reality, but they become like certain things in our mind. And we all live certain things we remember, we don't remember that impact us true subconsciously throughout our lives. So what brought me to start my journey is this. Um, I felt that there was a pattern, patterns that were repeating itself, and I felt I was maybe at some point I was not understanding things anymore, or things were happening to me, but it's like why are they happening to me? Why well, I deserve better? So this was a little bit of victimization,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I had this need to understand and this curiosity to know why, what's happening, who am I, why is this happening to me? At that time, and I'm talking about it almost seven years ago, mm-hmm. where I've had this. Need and curiosity. And I felt like, yeah, it would be nice to have. Not the nice. It was more of I needed that help. It was not like, hey, let's go and have a, a session of this and that. It was, I felt there was a deep need for me to understand where this is coming from. Okay. And that's how my journey started. And this journey is all about making you understand or see things in your childhood as they are rather than the eyes of a, ch- of a child. Because the eyes of a child is like a very you know, dreamy there's this mm-hmm. huge world up Spontaneous there. And, uh... Yeah, so it's getting gaining that clarity and understanding of what happened. Understanding the importance of emotions and how to express them. Things sometimes you maybe didn't have an opportunity to, to have as a child is being able to articulate what you're feeling, to mm-hmm. talk about your feelings um, and understand and have the clarity. That has been the journey in simple words of what I've done over the past Seven years for to understand who I am. At the beginning, that's how it starts. It's quite a journey. Um, once I understand that, there is a lot of practice that happens to life and things coming to you, coming and you know, to you exactly. for you to see them, repeat them, understand them, and to break the patterns. And mm-hmm. that's where they talk about the rewiring. Rewiring takes time because if you've been all your life on a certain wired condition in a certain way, yeah. you need some time to break that and to rewire whatever conditioning that was.
0: But but is this based on this increasing the self-awareness, how to become more aware of these patterns?
1: Yes. Mm. And there are so many modalities. You can, you have therapy, like psycho- psychoanalysis. Um, there is some, uh, lots of uh, family constellations. Um, there's energy work. There's so many different ways uh, that you can choose because there's no one formula that fits all. I see. And each person has their own way. So, for people who have the curiosity, they will do it because it's going to ca- happen to them in a way. It's like, I need to figure it out. True. And for those who feel like I, I don't have that much awareness to understand where it starts, that answer will come to them as well. Mm-hmm. So, but maybe my advice is, if you can try different modalities and see what really resonates the most with you and what really makes you feel like, ah, that aha moment starts coming in then great, if you feel comfortable with that, then go for it. It's mm. not an easy, there's nothing easy, there's no magic pill that's going to fix it yeah. all or whatever, but it's a process. And if if a person is open for it, for that, it's amazing.
0: Yeah, I think the openness is, is a big challenge for mm. most of the people that, okay, is this something that I believe in or is mm. it going to bring benefits? I think th- this is a starting point, but I love your tips because it's, it's it resonates with a lot of people and uh, i'm sure that they will figure out the best way to approach it what's what are your daily practices now considering that you have this knowledge and journey and how you make sure that you are on track with no expectation of outcome i fully understand this one but what's your daily practices now
1: so i did a course recently um it's called uh, it's a it's a course about well-being in general okay mm-hmm. and uh, just Kind of trying to put everything into perspectives and there are different elements into creating your own recipe for wellness okay so for me sleep is very important nutrition is very important and this has become more and more important to me and more relevant to me uh, how important it is in the past few months as we're always evolving right True. um so basically sleep and um nutrition exercising and that's a journey that is still figuring out the body the work with the body, that's a new, that's not a new, that's a, it's a space that I am exploring more and more. Okay. Because I've worked a lot on here. <laughs>
0: this is what the balance now is say. the
1: time because, you know, there's two, there's two things. Let's we'll start first? <laughs> there's two things. So you start with, the, I started with the mind mm-hmm. and understanding my subconscious and what's happened and my story and my history and everything and my parents and everything. Okay. Um. And the body has its own memory too to anything you've lived. So there's, I don't know if you, uh, you've heard the word cellular as the cellular um, memory, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So the body has memory to anything that's happened from traumas or anything that's impacted you on a, um, uh, an emotional level, it's in the body too. Yeah. So, in parallel to the work I've done with my mind, I was also exploring different modalities mm-hmm. with helping the body release any energy that doesn't need anymore. Um, and that's that's more where I would like to do more and more work. So that's where my focus right now is since uh, the past couple of years. Nice. So sleep and nutrition and um, and exercise. These are the basics, but we all think we take them for granted. If I don't sleep very well, I'm cranky in the morning. If I'm cranky, that means my emotions will be in the right not in the right place. My decision making will be it's like, oh, I'm tired, and I'm... so these three are basic things. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, then I, what works with me very well is like grounding is amazing. So let's say if I'm, I have some, some things on my mind and I'm not able to make a decision or feeling a little bit down, I would go for a walk on the beach. I would go for a walk on the grass. You know, there's a lot of energy that we get from nature, right? So this is grounding. Um, meditation is great too. I don't do it every day. But I do it when I feel like called cool to do it, or I feel like, yeah, I'd like to to have some meditation. So mm-hmm. I don't have very strict rules in my life. I don't like rules so much, mm-hmm. or a very very set routine. Yeah. I do have certain pillars of things that needs to be there, but it's not like this is how it is and this is how it. Yeah, so I feel there's a little you're bit putting of pressure.
0: Exactly, you're putting pressure. Oh, okay, yeah. I need to do this in this time. So yeah.
1: So. so I feel like a sense of freedom of listening to my body and what it feels like doing, and I I will go with that. Another great tool that's really helped me throughout is journaling. Again, I don't do it every day, but it comes to me. When mm-hmm. I feel I'm processing something, I just, I don't know, I just feel this urge, I need to write it down. And I go to my journal and it's like, write, write, write. Yeah. And it just flows and it's amazing. So so I write when I feel like there's something I want to express or something that comes to me that needs to kind of uh, come out. Mm-hmm. Um other than that, I love meeting people who, you know, spend time with people who are inspiring, who I can have amazing conversations with. And this is a social aspect that's very important. Oh, and I'm very careful and very selective of how I spend my time and with who. Mm-hmm. So I always have this question, oh, how do I feel after meeting this person? Great. Oh, I feel positive and you know, light, great.
0: And Sharing if, if, energies.
1: Yeah, and if I don't, and then I'm more aware. It's just having awareness of who you want to spend your time with. It's very important. Who you want to share your energy with. So, these are a few tips.
0: I love them all. <laughs> <laughs> I just remembered now when we had a chat once on a coffee and we're discussing this kind of process of like routines yeah. where my mind is like, it, it likes to work on, like on a system. Like, uh, this hour I have to do this. Where all what you mentioned because... I do breath work and I meditate and I journal back to back. And I try, I try them, I do them on daily basis. But what I really liked about your recommendation, not to put pressure when to do them. well, this is where I started, after our discussion, I started to play around with the idea. I said, okay, Uh, and now, for example, in the journaling, I'm experiencing now the audio journaling. While walking in the morning, instead of like sitting and writing, if any idea comes to my mind, just I say it while I'm walking, mm. and I started. Ah, oh, this is an interesting way to reflect or to bounce the idea, or even to flush it out from my system. Yeah. But the, the the best advice now you gave me just to uh, take it easy with with all of this, because to be honest, I don't say that this will make you or break you, but I started to notice the benefit out of them. How uh, I'm I'm connecting with nature again to being grounded, and we discuss basically the meditation stage between. The night and the day and the first birds, I hear them. It's it's amazing, this transition. And uh, these practices, amazing tips, but no pressure because it's really important to start small and see where this will take you. And not, ah, okay, I have to do one, two, three, four times because it will take you to like True. weird places.
1: And you, it's important that you enjoy whatever you're doing. Because for me, for example, if I put everything so much, each person has a different way, right? So True. some, I know I have friends who will say, I need... To run every day, it's it's because it makes them feel great. Mm-hmm. So each person has a different way. Some some of my friends say, like, I need to meditate every day mm-hmm. because they feel that True. it's what they really need to go through whatever they're going through and to to make them feel like to increase their happiness, happy hormones or whatever it is. Because we resonate with different things. Some people love to swim. Some people love to um, to to listen to podcast and there are so many different ways of meditation and for me meditation itself um i feel being in the moment is the best way of meditation this is what meditation is all about at the end for you to be in that moment without thinking of anything is to give a break to your mind Mm -hmm. and during covid funny enough um you know how stressful it was for everyone and Um, I live alone. I'm single. Um, I have a dog and a cat. And I was like, in this house, it's like, okay, what do I do? How do I break my day and everything? And at the beginning, literally at the start of how we had to all make tough decisions, how to deal with the business, how to help the team and everything, you know, we're going through. That was a lot of pressure on me. And my mind was nonstop. I was starting to feel a little bit anxious at night. I don't have anxiety, but it was feeling like a little bit weird. Yeah. And I, started, I discovered that, oh, I have some puzzles. So I got a puzzle out. And I started doing puzzles. And it was incredible. It was my meditation.
0: It's like an escape. Yes. Being in the flow on something. Like. I
1: could not think of anything. Mm. So that gave my mind a break from overthinking. Okay. And from that, I was able to eventually make
0: That's the best decision
1: DGing. I could do. <laughs> other than DJing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was that was before the DJing. That was literally at the beginning, the first couple of months, literally the March, and uh, March, April, twenty twenty. You know, when it first hit us.
0: Okay, no, it's it's definitely. I'm. I'm. I can, a lot of people can resonate with this, including myself. But I was more into the physical side of things. I was trying to. Don't, don't judge me. I was, even the lockdown, I was running. I was going out. Without, I tried.
1: To, <laughs> I love running. Without,
0: without even uh, <laughs> the permission, but I was like, okay.
1: I was stopped by the police twice. It's really? like, but I'm just running. <laughs> it's like, no, go no, back. Like, I cannot. So I started running around the house. <laughs> I cross the street, I come back. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's, that's smart. Some people, they, uh, they uh, luckily we moved here and I was doing some training in the garden, but it's, uh, I totally feel with the other people that they were like, being in an apartment yeah. and some of them, they don't have like proper window yeah. because I used to live there before. And like, it's I can imagine the, the the challenge, but of course people, some people they look into it positively where they discovered themselves and discovered new things. And some people basically they are, unfortunately they didn't take it well. On the physical side, you mentioned something now you work on the mind. Now you're moving to the movement, let's call it. Uh, what are the things that you are interested in now?
1: So, I'm loving Pilates.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, I've always loved Pilates, but maybe I found a an instructor that I resonate very well with, mm-hmm. and I'm really loving the work. It's just, I feel it's like resetting my nervous system. Okay. So nervous system is another thing that is happening in the background. We have no clue, but it affects us in so many different ways. The quality of our sleep, uh, mental health, so many different ways. True. Energy level. So... Anything that can help, like this is yoga, pilates, anything that helps you kind of really kind of tone down, stretch the body. For me, it's been great for that. So Mm -hmm. um, this is one one thing I'm uh, really kind of committed to these days. And I also love my walks because of the weather. So I'm very impacted by how the weather is and nature. So Mm -hmm. with the weather being so amazing right now, I'm making sure that every day I'm out for a walk. And it's in the sun, so I prefer to do it more morning times when the sun is out. um it's just beautiful to feel the sun, get the vitamin D, feel the air is so fresh these days as well. so cool. I'm really enjoying that and I also have a personal trainer um I don't train well alone, so <laughs> I kind <cannot> of struggle <laughs> so I've always like and I also have a lower back sometimes so I need to be very careful with mm-hmm. that so I prefer to have a professional who is like making sure my posture is right. So I do three times a week uh, person training for you know building uh, resilience
0: and muscles. Mm. Do you have a certain objective from now? Because we discussed the mind and now the body. And I strongly believe when people say that there is the mind-body connection, I don't believe in that. It's, they are super interconnected. And I assume that you will feel at the moment you practice more in the movement side, how this is affecting your mood and even the quality of sleep uh what's basically on this journey now do you feel the difference when you start applying this and how this impacted on your business
1: so we're talking about with all the changes that have been happening over the past months i would say um so last year has been a bit of a challenging year on on a health perspective so for some reason every time i traveled i was having allergies and developing sinus infections. And I've had that like five times last year, which was really exhausting, which pushed me to kind of do a detox, which uh, I did in the beginning of October. Okay. And that detox helped me reset fully my body. And it was on a cellular level, so it was on a very deep level in terms of the body. It's just not, it's not about the juicing or all the other models. It was really kind of very well done, very thoroughly done. Mm-hmm. And it, I really felt my energy shift. So my immunity was very low. We work on that. Um, and then with my energy shifting, and I had also, I changed my nutrition, so I became much more mindful on how much protein I'm having. Because, okay. you know, when we were training, I was like, you have to eat so much protein to build muscles. And here's like, it was a very different way of thinking. It's like, okay. eat more plant-based. And eat some fish in moderation. Eat some white meat in moderation. If you want to eat red meat, eat like maybe once or twice a month but know where it's coming from Mm -hmm. so my mindset completely changed with nutrition too and I felt that was a huge change for me I have a lot of awareness about nutrition but this was a next step kind of for me to dig deeper Um, stopped having sugar and this was the first time that I stopped sugar and I understand the importance of what sugar does to you Mm. Um, so that was one thing so I stopped sugar I became more mindful of the quantities of proteins I'm eating, of animal okay. proteins I'm eating in my diet, um, and I started also doing more Pilates and more walking. With the weather changing, uh, being more active in general with my personal training as well and building, uh, you know, resilience and muscles, and that definitely helped me overall in having much better energy and more constant energy throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And how how that impacted my life? Of course, it's in my presence, in the energy I bring to anywhere I go. The energy I bring to my office and to my team when we have our weekly team meetings on Mondays. And um, the energy I bring to my friends when we're having a catch-up. The energy I bring to literally everyone you meet and clients. I feel the energy, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Same.
0: <laughs> That's amazing. So,
1: yeah, that has been, I think, a really really transformational for me to understand more on nutrition and understand more on what really helps you relax, what helps you be more mindful of everything you eat and um, and the exercise part and all of that.
0: That's that's really cool, uh, Zena, and uh, I love the steps and of course with the, with the practices. And we reco- we discussed this offline about trying at least give the effort by trying multiple things and see which one you can easily connect and you consist- become consistent with it. I think this is this is a life changing. Of course, we're all on the same journey. And it's really important to look into things that you are enjoying doing them and you started to notice. But, of course, with patience and consistency, I think these are really elements. Can you say something on this? Because I know that most of us, we have this kind of instant gratification. that "Ah, I need it now.
1: Hmm. But
0: uh, what are your thoughts on this one?
1: On the patience and I want it now? Yeah. Or on... Making, like, when you try something, give it some time before you judge Leave it. Leave it up to you. <laughs> <laughs> you decide on that. So. Um I think we all want quick fixes in life, mm. including me. I've tried even everything, like, in so many different... Like, I want to do this because this is much faster. And then I realize, like, uh, it doesn't work. You try yeah. so many things. So understanding that, yeah, this things take time, it's great because it helps you relax a little bit from pursuing. Mm-hmm. Um Also... Understanding that it's okay to be still and not pursue your next thrill and not always be, what's next? What's next? Like, even to give an example in my life, like, I love traveling. Um, the minute I feel like, oh, you know, nothing much is happening, immediately I'll come up with another tri- trip or something different or something to explore, you know? Yeah. I don't I didn't just allow myself to be much in the stillness. Mm-hmm. So I kind of, this is also an evolution in my journey where I kind of allowed it because the stillness helps somehow. It's not nice and sometimes it's like, oh, I want to do more. I want to be moving. But it's kind of like if there's nothing really there to do, sometimes it's like, it's okay. I want to be still. I want to be here. So that's one way of, uh, you know, seeing things. (laughs) (laughs) And I I tell you, it's not easy. I, I Um, I can imagine. Stillness
0: is something that I'm really diving into to understand basically. And I posted something recently about basically how you can... Face your demons when you are basically on a silent mode and to make peace with them and make peace basically with, with all the challenges that you went through and how you overcome the adversity that you are going through. I, I know I started to fall in love with it the moment you make peace, but I fully understand that not everyone can really sit and like reflect.
1: Yeah, and be- before you make peace, make war with that. So accept the feelings that you're feeling. If you're feeling anger, it's okay. Because I know people who are like feeling angry and they feel like, oh, no, I don't. Anger is amazing. That means you, you're letting it out. That means you're realizing something. Why not? If you're feeling fear, feel it. So what? You're feeling scared. Accept that I'm feeling scared. It happens. So we sometimes want to run away from these feelings because we don't want to feel because we want to be in peace. And that's the thing that becomes, you know, going forward fast, but thinking like if I just let, let it be, I move on. Doesn't mean that you're sorted out. Mm. Dig deeper in it. Yeah. Why am I feeling scared? Where is this coming from? What am I really scared of, you know? It's not like I feel scared now I shouldn't be scared. I have to move on. No, it's okay. So this part of accepting our feelings, whether they're anger or happiness, or whether they're fear or encouragement, and I wanna do it all and conquer it all, it's okay, they all exist. We, we are living in the duality of life, mm. right? There's light and there's dark. And I always like remember if I'm going through a tough time, without the darkness, there's no light. I wouldn't understand what light is. I wouldn't appreciate what light is. And if it's always light, then what? What's happening? How do I grow? How do I evolve? So it's just learning how to appreciate both. Also, it took me a while. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's like, why? Why? Why do I have to go through tough feelings? Why? Why do I have to cry? Why do I have... Um, but yeah, there's variety of life and that's where we I are I love
0: it i love I love this conversation. I have a lot of like amazing amazing things to reflect on. Uh, what's next for Zena?
1: What's next? Uh, I'm excited about the coming months um, um, there are a few things that um, my curiosity is leading me uh, to um experience um, embarking on in uh, New Mexico in March, mm-hmm. and that's uh, gonna be adding. Uh, new, um, new training, new skills to to my uh, to my to my life. Um, also, looking forward to seeing some of my friends who haven't seen for a long time, um, for a while, not for a long time, but from my uh, from the course I've done at Harvard, which is called OPM.
0: Mm-hmm. So we're
1: doing a reunion in um, in Miami, which is going to be very exciting. So the element of fun is great. Um, what's next for me in terms of um, on a personal level? going and accepting and evolving whatever life has for me. So uh, being very open to that. Um, Business is uh, going great and uh, keep empowering my team and working closely together to, you know, keep doing what we're doing and uh, finding ways also to disrupt a little bit the industry. So that's something I'd like to kind of dig deeper on what can we do differently more and more to differentiate ourselves. Um, But yeah. Hope that
0: answered a bit your question. Uh, it's it's. I wish you all the best. I'm Thank sure you're gonna you break break ground. No 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 doubt in that, uh, Zena. Uh, where people can find you? In social media. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy to find.
1: Like, you can find me at the beach walking. And like
0: that's uh, that's a common, that's a common answer, which is I love it. Okay, maybe you'll see you me. i me in D3. <laughs>
1: Um, uh, basically I'm on Instagram it's uh, Zena Z-E-I-N-A dot Eldana and I'm also on LinkedIn so usually LinkedIn is more related to business news and things we're achieving as uh, under my business but uh, quite active on social media and I'm not not too active but in a nice way that gives both from a professional and my personal life.
0: yeah I'll make sure that they are in the show notes so interesting people they might able to reach you Uh, Zaina keep the energy I love it I love this conversation it will not be the last one I can assure (laughs) that Uh, thank you everyone for tuning in uh, and I really appreciate the the comments and reaching out I'll do my best to keep improving on this one special thanks to my son who's helping me in the podcast production if you want to support the show please follow uh, review share we are on your favorite podcast applications and we are on YouTube superhuman switch get your switch on Mm -hmm. So, thank you so much thank you. For, for this opportunity. I appreciate it. Thank
1: you. I love what you're doing. Bye. Bye.